0: Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you for joining us for another segment. We're going to be speaking with Marilyn C. She's joining us here as a stage four lung cancer survivor to talk about her treatment journey with immunotherapy, a little bit on how she dealt with the stigma and misinformation associated with her disease, and a little bit about the importance of lung cancer screenings. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Marilyn. Thank you for joining and nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you also. Good morning to you.
0: Well, let us in on a bit of your life. Uh, What is it that you do? What were you doing when you were diagnosed?
1: When I was diagnosed, I was an IT person Mm -hmm. and I uh, was able to work for two years after being diagnosed. But then after that time, I did step down.
0: When you were working after your diagnosis, was that without any treatment whatsoever, knowing that you had stage four lung cancer or did things become you could no longer work?
1: The reason I stepped down, I mean, I was doing treatments every three weeks at that time. Okay, okay. But the reason I stepped down was chemo brain is real. You know, I've heard about it, some, you know, but it's very hard sometimes when you're dealing with public and you have to keep, you know, be able to carry a conversation with them, but you can't get your words together.
0: hmm you were diagnosed with non-small cell lung cancer, is that correct? Yes. Were you aware of non-small cell lung cancer before your diagnosis?
1: I was not. Oh. I was not. Yeah, you know, I, you know, you hear people have lung cancer, but I've never heard small cell or, you know, anything of that sort until, you know, I became educated, quite educated once I was
0: diagnosed with it. So what types of symptoms were you suffering from that prompted you to seek medical care in the first place?
1: Um, I was never suspicious of having it. Um, I get blood work done every six months as a wellness care. And it came back, my liver enzymes were a little elevated. Mm -hmm. 30 days later, they did another blood work on my liver enzymes. And at that time, I told him my brother had passed away several years ago from um, liver cancer. So they decided to do a ultrasound and found fluid around my lung and that's what got the ball rolling.
0: Mm. You said that you were going through treatment. What type of treatment were you receiving and did it begin immediately once you were diagnosed?
1: No, every three weeks is my treatment. Um, I have done Keytruda from start to yesterday was my 60th treatment.
0: How long did it take before you started seeing any results?
1: By my second treatment, I could really tell a lot of difference. Plus, they had to drain fluid uh, from my lung. But after they drained the Keytruda, made it to where they were able to measure the cancer, the size, see it exactly, where before it was just a white mark. Uh,
0: So it, it defined the tumor, making it more treatable?
1: Yes. Yes, it did.
0: What is about some of the challenges with uh, the treatment? Um, Keytruda is, uh, we hear a lot about it. Uh, What about some of the side effects that you personally dealt with?
1: To be honest with you, I've had no side effects. I mean, to me, uh, anybody can get Keytruda. Go for it. Because, I mean, I before they, you know, cracked down with the COVID and that whoever went with me for my treatment, I treated them to lunch afterwards. Mm. We go out to lunch right afterwards. So I've been very, very blessed with this.
0: You know, you said before the pandemic uh, put restrictions on moving around and things of that nature. How has this pandemic uh, affected your ability to remain on your treatment schedule or has it?
1: Um, it has had not bothered my treatment schedule. I did get COVID at one time, oh. and that did, I mean, you know, take me away from treatments. But other than that, no. I mean, I go by myself now because nobody's allowed to go with me. Mm-hmm. But the nurses keep me entertained. You know, I mean, they're <laughs> they're great at Cleveland Clinic. Yeah. You know, it's just nice to have somebody with you. You know, and like I said, go to lunch afterwards and that, but. Unable to do so right now.
0: You know, with having someone with you, as you said, prior to the pandemic to, you know, take out to lunch and be there with you during your treatments, what other types of support groups were you uh, introduced to or did you find doing your own research as a result of going through your treatment?
1: A lot of mine, I'm a Christian. So a lot of my support groups is through church. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are a lot out there support groups. I do belong to on Facebook. It's a private uh, lung cancer site where, you know, people will ask questions about do you have this problem, what ha-, you know, just different things of that. And it's I don't dwell on that a lot because I'm not negative, but I will try to help people and answer, you know, and say prayers for them too.
0: So how is life working for you now? How are things uh, going during your treatment? And, um, you know, what's the next step on your journey?
1: Itruda has worked wonders with me. Um, Like, again, like I say, I'm a Christian. Um, I mow my grass. I have a garden. I love to cook. I love to shop. And I will, as long as the good Lord is with me and bless, continues to bless me. I mean, I've been married 45 years now and, I plan on continuing what I'm doing.
0: Well, is there any website or or a group that you would like to direct listeners to who may be uh, dealing with non-small cell lung cancer or maybe a loved one who would um, need some information uh, that could benefit from your experience?
1: I know when I, you know, in the infusion centers, when I have my treatments, there is a lot of pamphlets, which I did get some of them, you know, to read. And my doctor, has been I mean, she's been a great support person for me also. So, like I said, I just don't go out to support groups only, be, you know, mm-hmm. I just stay active. You know, your doctor, and like I said, you can go online for a lot of things, but just be careful because it will also bring you down too. And you don't want that.
0: Well, Marilyn, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio this morning. Thank you so much for uh, letting us in uh, on a little bit of your life and your uh, cancer treatment journey. And I'm glad that things are going well for you now. Well,
1: thank you so much.
0: You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Marilyn C., Stage 4 Lung Cancer Survivor. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.